What's up, y'all? Cynthia Luciette here. I'm so happy to be connecting with my comedy sister. Make sure you guys check her out and support her. Michelle C, I'm rocking with you and Candy Kisses TV. And make sure you guys check out my Instagram. It's right there below at Cynthia Luciette to check out what I got going on. It's the Jill of all trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses blown away. Candy Kisses TV for tomorrow today. Yeah. Hey, throw that all the tool on that bitch. That sound like Candy Pine. Hi, this is Kim Cole. Thank you for rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy, Talent, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV. Little girl, Michelle C. Don't take it personal. Yo, what's up? man from the fifth floor in the ATL chili with candy kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV with my whole girl Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> It is your girl, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move, the Jill of all trades. And I'm back with another banger like I am always do. Now, first and foremost, I got to do what I always do. Got to threaten you a little bit. So, subscribe now. I'm going to tell you, mama, act like she don't raise you right. And you know I got to segue to my Aquarius sisters so they can really let you know how I feel about it. I don't want to fuck nobody up. No, 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 no. Another dope talent. Listen, you may have seen this fabulous sister on all the digital platforms, Wildin' Out, BET, Fox, or rocking a comedy stage near you. Give it up for Miss Cynthia Luce. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you for having me. What is going on, ma'am? You're doing your thing in these streets. I appreciate it, man. I'm tired as hell all the time, you know, but I'm trying to trying to break through, trying to do my stuff. Listen, they won't break your soul. They won't. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so we're going to get into your business just a little bit. Let's do it. So you've been in the entertainment industry since the tender age of 10. Well, I mean, I did one thing like a, a weather caster when I was 10, but I, really, I didn't really get into the entertainment industry or even know that I wanted to do it till I was 18. Um, okay. But that, that was like the first time. Yeah, I won like this weather casting competition for like to be a kids caster and so it was in rochester new york mm-hmm. and the prize was some harlem globetrotter tickets and i just wanted to win the tickets but <laughs> i ended up doing it and everybody's like oh you're such a natural and i was like whatever but it didn't really dawn on me to later that is what i wanted to do 
Well, that's that's that was my next question. Like, when did was it the age of ten that you started where you knew, oh, I like this, or was it further down the line? So, okay, so eighteen. Mm-hmm. What was that thing that sparked you to say, oh, this is it? This this is my lane right here. It's gonna sound so so petty. Uh-oh. Um, I had a crush on Chris Brown. <laughs> okay, and I'm like, how can I get to Chris? I got to get in the entertainment industry. Um, and so that just kind of sparked the idea of me just seeing myself in the entertainment industry. And then the more I started thinking about it, I was like, man, that does sound fun. But mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was getting into, or even really what I was good at until I like moved to LA and actually started trying this shit out. Okay, because well, I mean, New York is uh, big for entertainment too. So, what made you transition to LA instead of staying in New York? Well, I was in Rochester, New York, so that's like three to four hours from New York City. Okay. Um, and in New York City, I feel like it's just like a lot of Broadway and Law and Order, SVU. Not Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not as much that films out in New York as LA. Yeah. Because so. yeah. I mean, I'm from LA, but I never thought entertainment for. For whatever reasons, I just never thought entertainment because I've always did creative stuff and artistry, mm-hmm. but it was always like behind the scenes. It was never like, you know, in front of the scenes until now. So I'm just like, okay, well. A lot of people who are from LA, really, most of them were like, I don't know, entertainment because you guys grow up around it so much. I don't know. Is that what it is? I don't know. Because I mean, because when I'm from LA, like you see it a lot, but then we moved to Atlanta and Atlanta is everywhere. So it's just like, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's, not, it's not that you don't want to do it. But you don't think of the all the facets that you can do in the entertainment industry. You like you kind of normally pick a lane and stay in it. But now I'm just like, you know what? No, there's a lot of stuff you can do in it. Let me try everything. Yeah. <laughs> Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. Do you feel like it's good working in LA? Like, I want to get more work done in Atlanta. I feel like I'm not, like, getting as much work done out there as I can. Well, if you're connected, it's plenty of work. But, I mean, that's that's all in your network. I feel like it's it's a lot of work in, in Atlanta. It really is. Every time I turn around, it's something going on. But, again, you got to have a connection. So, it's all about the network. If you got the network, you you making money in Atlanta. If you ain't got the network, you might just be chilling. <laughs> you gotta figure out what, what I'm like. What's being filmed out there? What's going on out there? I want to start working with people out there more. Girl, actors access tell you everything. That's the only. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know, because I'm a makeup artist first. So okay. normally, if I find out a, a gig before actors access, mm-hmm. I normally find out through my makeup artist friends. Like, hey, you know, you want to do because you know day plan is when you just doing like background makeup or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'll find out like hence, oh, they must be filming something down there because I might find out through the pipeline that way, or if I don't find out that way, <laughs> actors access. <laughs> Because I ain't got no agent either, but sure, I be on there for shows. Facts, facts. So now, you are multifaceted. What part of the industry do you enjoy the most, in front of the camera or behind the scenes? Um, mm, It depends on my mood. Honestly, it really depends on my mood. Like, sometimes I can get bored being behind the... Well, I never get bored because it's always something to do. Like, when you're producing, that's why I started producing because it's like... You do not go to sleep or wake up without 10,000 things to do if you're in the middle of a production. So it's like, it's always fast paced and fun, but it's sometimes too too damn stressful. Like it, it could be really stressful because 
if you're producing or directing something, you have to answer so many questions. <laughs> like, it's so many questions and emails and papers and, you know. So I like also just having no responsibility sometimes and just being like, oh, I could just hop on camera, have fun. Right. Like, everybody else is doing all the hard work. Like, lit. Um, so I really can't decide. Like, I wouldn't want to do one without the other. But I just have respect for people who are on both sides or, you know, yeah, or producers or people. Well, I know that, like, I mean, anytime you run a business, regardless if you're running somebody else's business, it's, it's hard work. But I never thought about like the behind the scenes with the directing and producing part. That's basically being a business owner. Because yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you have to fix every nick and cranny. This one bleeding over here. This one's doing this. This oh Jesus. Yeah. It is like you're the landlord. Like if it's a problem, you gotta come fix it. Period. It's your responsibility always. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun too, because you have a say in everything. You get to find the locations, you get to, you know, pick the talent, work on ideas. Like right. it's super fun. But yeah, I definitely don't take for granted just being able to show up on set and sit my ass down and do whatever. Like, that's fun. Now, do you like like do you like the directing part though? I do. I would say directing is easier than producing. Um, so I do like directing. Um, I'm growing into it more, but there is just more like technical sides of things that I want to learn before I take on the full responsibility of being a director. Because it's a lot of different camera types, lights, this and that, and I'm like, all right, no. Like I don't know that one yet, but uh, go over there and make it look good. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I'm more so like directing talent than having to like be the director of photography or like actually direct. Oh yeah, I would never want to do that. Well, photography, I, I probably would be all right with that because you know as a makeup artist, I have to do that anyway. Yeah. So, like, but no, the, the director of photography, that's like the person who runs like directs the crew. You okay. know what I mean? It kind of like will tell people where to move the cameras. They the DP, so they like help run the shit. And then you got the director and then you got the assistant director who's kind of the go-between between people. And another thing, too, when it's a small crew, like when it's a big crew, I feel like everybody's job wasn't necessary. Like when I was talent, mm -hmm. I would see all of these people. And I just felt like they're not necessary. But then once you're actually behind the scenes, you're like, no, it really is 10 times harder when you have one person wearing four different hats behind the scenes. Like you really do need all those different people to help run a smooth production because so much goes wrong no matter how much you plan. <laughs> like, I, I was on, on set. I can't think of the name of the show. Oh, you said uh, Kingdom Business. Mm -hmm. It was the longest set I've ever been on in the Jesus. <laughs> when I tell you, I was like, I like entertainment, but I don't know if I like it this much. Did y'all have to keep filming the same scene or something? Yes, Jesus. Oh, my God. What made me mad, because even the people, because I was just there, like, I was doing just extra work. I'm chilling. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I don't really have to do much, and I'm just tired of being here. Yeah. What happened was the director or whoever was over, like, filming, he kept trying to, well, we got to do it this way, and we got to make sure the angle. And I like the way it silhouettes off her face. And this was the day before Thanksgiving. So you know everybody like, baby, we got to go home and cook. We ready to go. Get, get this damn shot. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. I know everybody. When I tell you, this is during COVID, too. Mm. So with COVID, everybody was doing like the, um, when you do your uh, paperwork, you did everything through the phone because they didn't want you to touch anything. Mm. And if something my mind told me, if I just say I got to go to the bathroom, I can just go to my car and go home because when they check us out, all I got to do is press my phone. When that they is true. And I'm sitting there like, I'm just plot because I'm like, I'm ready to go. But then I got a, ch a lady next to me, Chatty Kathy. I was like, if I go, this bitch going to snitch because she's been talking. I'm like, where is the girl sitting next to me? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. I, was, 
I got to suffer through this shit because this bitch here. Like, <laughs> that so be me though. I be trying to find an exit quick. Like, you know what? Will they find out if I do? I need to be here. They got it. They got it. Like, yeah. like come on. I don't even think the way the set was. It was set. I was like, I don't even think they can see me. They really need <laughs> me here. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're doing background work, they will have you there just in case. They're like, nope, man. I have learned the ins and out of background. I will. I'm not gonna say I'll never do it again, but I know how to choose which ones I will and won't do. Facts. If it's like a big crowd, like, nope, I'm not doing that. I want to do small crews only. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how I was when I first went to LA. I was doing background work, and it was one where it was like a stadium, and they had like 200 people, but we had to go sit in each section of the stadium to mm-hmm. fill in the crowd. And you just like, you got to change shirts in between all of that. I'm like, this is. Man. So unnecessary. Well, I guess it's necessary, but I'm like, bruh. To a degree. Hot. Yeah, hot. It, and, and then the people, everybody's mad. So now you're trying to be pleasant, but then the people, the DPs and the system manager, they talking to you crazy. Be like, mm-hmm. hey, bruh, I ain't getting paid enough for that now. No. <laughs> uh-uh. One thing about it, though, I was like crafty. I was like, because when you first go to LA, too, you're like, you're not working, you're not doing shit. So this is like, oh, I'm getting paid and I'm getting paid so you. well. <laughs> Yeah, because well, not all yeah. sets have a decent crafty. You yeah. get on some sets and they might give you a bologna sandwich and a drink of water. So <laughs> you be like, I could do this at home. Yeah, I was doing it through <laughs> I was doing it through central casting. So it was like all the big studio sets. Yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, they always say they crafty. That's one thing. All right, child. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you were blessed to be on one of the shows I've been trying to get on forever. Mm-hmm. Wild out. Mm-hmm. How was that experience? I didn't like it. <laughs> okay. I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't for me. Okay. Um, but, you know, to each his own. I think it fits some people's, like, style of comedy. And, you know, you got to be like, ah, ah, you get 10 seconds. It's a lot of competition. It's a lot of bad energy. Um, okay. And, yeah, it just wasn't for me. I'm more so, like, I like good vibes. I like, you know, being able to really let people shine and not, like, have to put them in a box to fit, you know, what they think. Like, I don't know. I just, I didn't enjoy having to be like a, a character of myself to try to make them fit into the box of what they need. Like, nah, I'm cool. But, you know, shout out to them because they put so many creators on and in, in an amazing you know, position. But the good thing is, I mean, you don't never really hear the, I don't want to say bad side, but, you know, normally when people are on shows, like, they're like, oh, yeah, it was a great experience or whatever. So it is good to hear a different perspective of the show because every- they be lying because in real life they be talking shit, but they be lying. <laughs> <laughs> they be fucking lying. I be hearing these interviews. I'm like, you're lying. But no, nah, you know, <laughs> they, you know, I just don't be giving a fuck. I'm like, eh. um. Well, yeah, like every everything is everybody has a different perspective of how like even how people do comedy like i'm you know i'm in the comedy lane now and it's like i'm noticing different stuff that i never would notice as a civilian if, if you will mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, really be going at each other's neck and for what it's enough money out here for everybody yeah people like won't let people who are funnier than them be openers so that's why a lot of funny comedians don't get the opportunity because the headliners be like hell no nah, you about you're not about to make me work 10 times as hard to do my shit tonight let right. me pick this whack motherfucker and put him <laughs> on the stage and then you'd be like why don't the grades get recognized till it's too late because mm-hmm. of the haters um you know what I just, there's a lot of good peak comedians too there's always good and bad you know well, I think the ones that, like, I guess, quote unquote, don't get the shine that they should because they're not creating their own opportunity. Because a lot of times, they, like, you know, if you're not a 
I don't want to say it like, well, I guess I got to say it like that. If you don't have a really entrepreneurial spirit, you don't know how to make the moves to get where you want to go. Like now, social media and everything else, if it's like if social media haven't showed you that you can create your own platform, then I don't know what else going to show you. Because it's, it's not that it's easy. But at the same time, if you feel like you're talented enough, you can make it work. You right. can figure out your own lane and, and and go. You ain't got to worry about the next man. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey, yo. What, what singer what, do? What, what singer do? Hey, cuz. What singer do, cuz? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card do, using only do, the word do. Do. Say, same genre. Do. What? Do. Do, 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 do. Do 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 Take off my shoes and relax my feet. Get to do 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 but no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. But okay. Well, you have also been able to secure some of your very dope jobs, like Kevin Hart's digital company, um, BT, Fox, and what you know, all that that comes with hard work ethic. Mm-hmm. So, what would you tell anybody that's trying to get in that lane to try to, you know, build their resume? and get to those, you know, secure those types of jobs? Um, I mean, you just got to really be good at what you do. Like, I don't know. It's hard to, because, you know, when you go on, in, in, on these auditions, realistically, like, they audition thousands of people. And if it's not a good fit for you, it's just not a good fit for you. And find your lane that really can showcase your talent the best and keep grinding in that lane until you can get to the top, to the top, to the top, to the top of that. Um, mm-hmm. But some people sometimes scatter too much and go into a whole bunch of lanes that they're not even really good at. And then you can waste a lot of time. So I would mm-hmm. say like, you know, you have time to get better at other things, but pick one thing that you know you are exceptional at. And like if a thousand people have to audition for the same fucking role, you like, no, like I, this is me. Um, because if it's not, they're going to see it and they're not going to pick you, you know? So <laughs> just really... Be real with yourself and know your personality and your brand and your strengths and find jobs that highlight your strengths. I don't know that's right. Now, one thing I do enjoy about you is your writing skills. Because let me tell you something. One of my favorite skits you and Precious did was that Valentine's skit. I said, oh, they close. <laughs> that's funny. I love doing like musical comedy stuff, too. And I definitely want to do more musical comedy um, I don't really understand it when like comedians do like serious music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would never want to do that. But I do like, you know, sometimes my brain gets sick of doing other stuff and it just wants to write some music or do something. But I'm like, uh, I still want it to be funny and make people laugh and shit. I don't want to get too serious and be like, I got bars. Like, it's okay. Right. You know, it's okay. <laughs> that thing tickled because it hit home. I was like, yes, I, all of that. All of that. <laughs> But like, so where did your writing background come from? Like, did you ever start like with writing poetry or music, or you was just creating your whole life? I did, I, my mom does a lot of writing and creative writing and stuff like that. So um, that's one thing. And then, um, yeah, I just kind of started doing it. Like, I would be doing sketches, and I would 
have ideas on set and funny jokes and shit. And then I would start having ideas. And then I was dating somebody who was a writer and he was like, oh, like here's final draft. I'm gonna put on your computer and like show you how to do like script format. Cause I think you're good at writing. Um, and I was also helping him write his shit. So, you know, it's a great trait. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. And that's why you date people who can help you with shit. Don't date people who are trash. Listen, I'm listening. Am I, am I ripe age? I'm learning that now. Yeah. Cause I realized every guy I've dated, I've helped them, but it wasn't any exchange. Yeah. And it don't even have to be about money. Like it's not even like pay my bills. Like, no, nah, it's just like, do you really have something to teach me? Cause I have a lot to give and teach. And I know a lot about the game and the world and how to hustle and, I'm always gonna feed, feed, feed into you, and um, you know I've had it both ways. I've had some middle of it, very unbeneficial. <laughs> and then you break my heart, and I can't even work. Like, oh no, this is a too risky. Oh, listen, you know I ain't had a relationship since I don't know 1962 because it's like the last <laughs> yeah, and it was just like you know what? Even though I don't want to be single for the rest of my life, it's like I'm more sane when I'm single. Yeah. It's yeah. like I don't have to worry about the nonsense that you may or may not be doing. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I think I might just want to get like a, a sometime boyfriend. Like sometimes I don't want to be bothered. Cool. But if I don't, go on about your business. <laughs> I'm busy. Right. <laughs> Candy Kisses TV. I'll call you later. Like I don't want time. That part. Yeah, we ain't got time to be heartbroken and shit. Fuck that. That's the man. That's the worst shit ever. You be wanting to fight everybody, even a mama. Like I wanted to fight that nigga mama. Like I was like, why the fuck did you have this nigga? Like I was done. I, Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, I really can't blame nobody but myself. I just can't. That's the worst part. Cause you'd be like, but you know what? I did this too much. I didn't have to talk to this nigga at all. Day after day after day, make him a part of my routine, get super attached. Like what? He's no. like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-mm. No, what is your ultimate goal in the industry? What do you want to do with your platform overall? Um, my ultimate goal really is to um well, I, it was to start a production company. Now I'm like, you know, a year into actually having started. It's called Cinema Creations. Nice. Well, you know, CYN, like sin, you know. And um, yeah, now it's just a matter of just growing it. Like that was just always my goal is to be able to produce content that I'm not even a face of. You know, I'm not trying to be always having to do everything. And I like helping other creators and, you know, just really making the shows that I feel like we don't get to do in our community. So um yeah i i just that's that's what i want to do i just want to produce dope content tv shows movies comedy specials everything till god call my name <laughs> if you need and help me yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you need some new talent help me <laughs> bitch i told you all my actors access bitch like <laughs> I'm, t- I'm on all these things. Look, just let me whatever door I need to go through. I mean, as long as it's a, it's a uh, you know a legal door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down. Let's go. I'm not gonna be like, go drop this package off of me in Tampa. Like, what? <laughs> like, all right. I don't know what's gonna happen, but uh, I'm gonna get the job right. <laughs> all right. So, name your top three favorite comedy movies. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. (laughs) Get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, 
everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. That's hard. Okay, well, definitely super bad. Okay. Um, I like that movie. And then, dang, I don't even know. I can't really even think. There's so many. Um, I would say half baked. Okay. Um, I picked that one, and then the third one's gonna be the one I'm gonna make. <laughs> I know that's right. That Michelle's gonna have a rolling, and you know, right? Smart. Exactly. <laughs> We all just speak. We just manifested this whole time. We just oh, okay. Yes. All right. So name one of your favorite outside of yourself. Name okay. one of your favorite female comedians. Ooh, female comedians. Dang, that's hard. One. Well, it doesn't have to be my all-time top favorite. Just one. I say right now, just Monique, just because like. It, it was she. It's so hard for you to say anything negative in the t- entertainment industry without people really feeling some type of way. And right. I feel like you know she survived that multiple times. And then also too, you know, she just definitely had her moments that did make me be like, "Bitches, at you, I don't know." But <laughs> you know, still she made it through. Like I don't know, this last year with DL, I started to be like, "Oh no, maybe it is Monique." Like she kind of walling, but at the end of the day, she's very honest. And she's still very funny and like active in these comedy streets and really like doing shows. And I feel like, you know, sometimes once you do cross over into the movie world or cross over into the TV world, sometimes people don't stay on their stand up comedy. So I'm happy she's getting back into it. I'm happy that they say Netflix gonna give her the money that she wanted. And yeah, I'm rocking with her. Listen, one thing I can say I appreciate about her. People can say whatever they want to say about her, but they can't never say she a liar. Maybe she did teach you every truth. If if something happens, she know who did it and she gonna show you who did it and who said right. it again. <laughs> okay. That's a fact. You can call her anything you want, but you you're gonna call her paid and honest. That's what you can call her. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is something valuable you learned throughout the quarantine time and how are you able to maintain your sanity through it? Ooh, the, I would say the most valuable thing I learned is like really what it, it is to be a consumer of content. And that's how I kept my sanity through it is by I watched more shows, digital shows, like I, anything that could keep me entertained and take me away from what, especially in the early days, mm-hmm. you know, I just was like, wow, it's really important what we do. Like, it's really important, like, because you know, I make stuff so much and I'm go, go. A lot of times I don't watch other people's stuff. Like I can't even go back and watch my stuff. It's just like, you know, so to just consume so much content from other people and to really see what that feels like, I'm like, damn, it really is like what we do and how we entertain people is, is important. You ain't lying. Well, I know one thing that happened during the quarantine, a lot of people were on the, um, the verses. Mm-hmm. So, out of all of the verses that we were witnessing, which one was your favorite verses? Um, probably the Dipset one. I like that one. I think they was like the first ones to try to fight. Was it? Yeah. No. Was 
I don't know. Gucci and Jeezy look like they was gonna get get to it. <laughs> but they didn't go at it though. Like I thought it was gonna be like Gucci was. I was gonna say that was like a close second one. And then recently, <laughs> the one with Ray J and all of them. Oh, Ray, I think Ray overall, <laughs> those are the clips that I just kept rewatching. Like that was so funny. Versus has given us some very comedic moments. Like, mm-hmm. bro. Facts. Let me. We. I'm a part of this improv um, group. Um, Shots after control trauma. So we did a skit that I wrote about the whole um, Ray J thing, and then we also did who was another um, thing that just happened that was recently that was hilarious. Oh, when Diddy was on the BET Awards, and old girl had to sign, and he acknowledged everybody but her. Oh, baby, you know I had to do a skit about it. <laughs> <laughs> we acted a whole fool on that thing. Look, I had so I'm sitting there holding like, did he notice me? And my homeboy that's supposed to be Diddy, he was like, Yeah, I want to um, you know, shout out to H2O, you know, my mama lace front. And I was like, notice me. He was like, and he'll look at me like, and this bitch over here. <laughs> oh yeah, you like everybody but <laughs> Content, and you know what? I ain't mad at it though because that's really the type of effort that you have to show these rich ass men because yeah. they really, really have hoes, and you really have to stick it out and throw your hat in the ring. Like you really gotta really be like, nah, I'm gonna look stupid with you because I'm doing all this, and then the next day you want a private jet with another bitch. Like, but it's okay because in the week after that, I- I'm with you on the yacht. Private jet, right? <laughs> So I think people aren't really even prepared to deal with men who have that much money and power. Everybody want to live as men. So you say, you got to do shit like that. I go back and forth on it. Sometimes <laughs> I want somebody who lives. Sometimes I'm like, I want somebody who could just sit their ass down and just come here when I want you. Go sit back the fuck down when I don't. I want somebody, somebody that don't know he fine. So then he just all, only loyal to me. Right. He fine. Yeah. <laughs> So you need somebody who used to be like, yeah, either like really, really had bad acne in high school or some shit like that, you know, or just some type of bad insecurity. But now they look good. Like, you know, so they just turned into a butterfly. They don't even know they're not a caterpillar yet. Yeah. Right. I need a swan like me. Like, like, yeah, yeah. you fine now. I just don't, I don't get, don't, don't get your head up too hot, bro. I saw the baby picture. Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, who is your favorite rapper and singer and why? Rapper and singer or rapper singer? No, rapper and singer. Like okay, each category. Oh shit, my favorite rapper. I mean, I can't say Drake because everybody gonna be mad, but really, realistically, I have the most Drake songs in my library. But I don't know if that's just because he's put out so many fucking songs. Yeah. Um, but you know, somebody who I really, really like is Lil Baby. Like I really fuck with him, and. Not only is all the shit he's saying like really inspiring, like when I gotta get ready for work, I gotta get like the shit he be saying, like I really move my boss's move, like you know, he just, mm-hmm. he talks a lot of like, you know, stay focused, hustle, work, like he's not just all drill music, kill your ops, blah, blah, blah. So he actually is saying some dope shit. And then too, I seen an interview where he was like, yo, like, I, I say my hit up because I don't want to be like, oh, my nigga. And then I'm sitting there in the audience and he's like, it's all these white people sitting here saying this, screaming it back at me. So now he changed it to my hit up. And I'm like, y'all fuck with that. Okay. We need more rappers to realize that. Yeah. If you don't want to be called it, don't call nobody else. It. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't know how that would feel. Like you in London and this 10,000 white people just yelling it at you. Mm. Did you see that Roddy Rich clip? No. 
a lot it was like 10,000 white people and it's like she said the nigga so nothing but white people yelling it at him and I'm just like I don't know how to risk it well I mean because I mean they may not even take it as what we take it as it just, I'm just singing the lyric you know what I'm saying but it, yeah that's that's different I don't know I'm, I think I would have had to drop the mic on that one I'd be like now who you talking to who you calling and be like nigga it's your lyrics though you to? <laughs> like what <laughs> So who is your favorite singer? Singer? Um, Rihanna. Even though she ain't put out an album out, Riri's always my go-to. She got me through like my teenage years, heartbreaks. So Wait a minute, what song she got that got you through a heartbreak? She got a lot, especially from like like her first album. Mm-hmm. It's the last time you're ever gonna kiss these lips. Like it's the okay. deep cuts. You don't know the, the Rihanna deep cuts. I, know. I only know her her radio hits. I don't really know like know her yeah. music like that. <laughs> I put a round of applause. You know, standing ovation. That's the yeah, my that's the one song that I do because when she said you look so dumb right now, I said, Yeah, I can I can rock with that. You look so dumb right <laughs> now. Like, deal. I'm telling you. All right. Name one entrepreneur you admire and why. Um, I would have to say, I guess I would say, is entrepreneur just somebody who's like a mogul? Like no, it don't have to be like a famous person, it could be the next the church owner or something whoever you are inspired by that's entrepreneur um i'll just say hmm you know I, i'll i'll say this um defiant digital i don't know if you guys know who they are um, I but i have a new show launching with them and the ceos are two black men called um one's the mario dudley and the other guy is um kenny mcclendon and you know they're young entrepreneurs and to have a black owned network that's really popping up and getting a lot of views and giving comedians and creators jobs and like you know they're not even just trying to pick all the biggest top people like they really want it to be you know like they were saying like an all deaf comedy jam type of thing where it was like you can discover new talent and new stuff on there so i tell them all the time like you guys need to get in front of the camera more and talk because there's not a lot of Black entrepreneurs that we can really look up to who are um, in the media as much yeah. as as the other ones. So, um, yeah, shout out to them, Demario and Kenny at Defiant Digital. Well, I mean, listen, I know who, who they are, but I, they don't know who I am. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say that one more time. Help me. Yeah, I post this clip and don't see it. <laughs> okay. What are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer entrepreneur? words of wisdom um stay motivated you know don't look for your peers to motivate you because they trying to motivate themselves or they don't want to motivate you because they don't want you to pass them so it's just you really have to be self-motivated you got to tell yourself you're doing a good job you have to tell yourself you're growing set goals you know small daily goals for yourself to feel accomplished in your career like yes you got the big i want to show goals i want this i want that but set daily ones. Like I'm going to send my, t- my headshot to these people. I'm going to send out an email doing this. I'm going to post a social media clip, like just small daily goals to feel like you are making accomplishments in your career. Like mm-hmm. motivation is the biggest part. I'm telling you, you better write your plan and, and make it simple and just do it. Execute. Mm-hmm. I'm all about execution. Mm-hmm. I don't do nothing else. I'm going to execute. <laughs> so now we are moving on to our segments. It yeah. are is kiss or diss this is where i'm naming celebrity crushes you decide who you kiss and who you dissing 
All right, first one. It's perfect. I'm ovulating. You know what? <laughs> this will be a fun game. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan or Idris Elba? Who you kiss and who you dissing? Michael B. Jordan, just because he's newly single, you know, Idris got a fiance. I don't know if they engage or not. And I just don't want to take nobody, man. Um, and Michael B.'s younger. I'm trying to have a baby. So, okay. Oh, let me find out. You're trying to pop him out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next one Morris Chestnut or Michael Ely? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Oh, okay. You know what? I interviewed Morris Chestnut before. Mm-hmm. That man is fine. Okay. Real life fine. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> Real life. Not for play play. Fine, not for play play. It's not the screen. It's not the ankles. That man is tall, well built. Ooh, super chocolatey skin. Just mm-hmm. smelled amazing. He had all this like blue sweater. Just looked soft. I'm just like, <laughs> everything. <laughs> You couldn't you focus on your question? Like I was going, but I'm going to the back. Jesus, like damn. Okay, so Morris Chestnut it is. Now I ain't gonna lie, I done met Michael Ely twice. That he fine, fine in real life too. He is, he is, but it's just something about Morris. I don't know, it's just something about his swag too. Just a way, like he know he look good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one, Flavor Flav or Morgan Freeman? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Why you doing me like that? <laughs> Morgan Freeman, just because I want to hear how he sound when he comes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like that'd be very interesting. Like dirty talking with Morgan Freeman. What? I'm like Mario Wine. I don't want to know. But <laughs> We are moving yeah. on to our DAQs. That stands for dumbass questions. They're fun questions I want answers to. What was the worst job you ever had? American Eagle, because they were so damn mean to me. And they told me one time I couldn't go on my lunch break until I sold 10 jeans. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only job that I just like quit that day. Like, at while I was at the job, like, oh, fuck this, I'm quitting. Normally, I like to, like, do it over the phone or someplace, like, not face-to-face. Mm-hmm. No, I quit there that day. Like, y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> what you would, nigga? I'm going to get these wings. Right, yeah. <laughs> and we in the mall, like, I'm going to the food court. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you could see walk on anyone in your past that you know personally, with no consequences, who would it be? Um... Hmm. My ex. <laughs> that part. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> My ex too, so you know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> like, Look, I don't even know what happened, but if hey, you know what it is. Yeah. What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Damn. Hockey, because they already be so aggressive and fighting. Imagine them off a fifth of honey. Oh, man. (laughs) That should be crazy. Because that's like one of the only sports where they encourage to fight. Oh, yeah. Them people everywhere with their hitting shot. Yeah, like I don't want to see people drinking on golf. Them games already long enough as hell. And you trying to, you know, it's like, oh, you ain't never going to get this fucking ball in this hole. I don't want to see NASCAR. That's dangerous. So it's just like, yeah. Okay. All right. What's one embarrassing memory of your childhood that you're willing to share? Ooh. Um, 
missing childhood memory. I'm trying to think. I really damn. Did I not have a lot of embarrassing moments? I must have done something. I really, I can't even think of some shit. I really can't. You don't embarrass easily. You know, Virgos are very, very thought out. Like, we think about 100 scenarios of what could happen before we leave the house. Um, so we kind of tend to avoid. I don't know. I feel like Virgos don't get embarrassed. Other people embarrass us. Like, Beyonce... <laughs> You know, Jay-Z embarrassed her, but Beyonce was not embarrassing herself. Oh, yeah, my best friend's a Virgo, and I'm typically the one to embarrass her. She'd be like, hit her ass up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you knew what it was when you signed this friendship contract, ma'am. So, Virgos are very like, <laughs> keep the shit in a box. Right. Um, I'm sure I had some. I just can't think of them right now. Okay. Name three items you would purchase to make a cashier feel uncomfortable. Oh, um... Definitely handcuffs, and then I would just let me see handcuffs, popsicles, mm-hmm. and then just like big old granny draws, <laughs> just like big old. Like, they'll be like, "What the fuck are you about to do?" Mm-hmm. Somebody, grandma, finna get it. <laughs> <laughs> We are moving on to GMG. That stands for what grinds your gloss. What is one of your pet peeves? Lazy people. Mm. That's my biggest fucking pet peeve. Like, if you are lazy, I don't even want you around me. I don't want to catch it. I feel like it's some like it's contagious. Like, mm. it's new. I like to stay motivated. I get up early. I stay up late if I have to. I'm always going, going. And I do not like lazy people. They got a million excuses. No fucking solutions. No, no ambition. It's like you really just want to not do shit. And there's just no excuse for that. <laughs> there's no excuse for that. Like find a way, get up and really I work hard. So mm-hmm. if you think you gonna get somewhere and it's people like me working this hard, good fucking luck. <laughs> Man, listen. So, you know one pet peeve I would say if I had one, well, I have plenty, but one mm-hmm. of them I don't like the hincher, meaning like they'll come in and hint to what they want you to do, but they won't do it. Yeah, they be like, "Hey, you know the um the dishes over there, like the soap is over there, you know, for for you to wash." And I'm like, "And it's gonna be over there too." Who the fuck are you telling me for? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm just saying, if you ever just felt the spirit to like wash the dishes, like apparently you feel that the dishes need to be washed, right? So that's all your spirit and all your ministry handle that. Like, I mean, to me, like nigga, if you want me to do it, ask me. Do you mind? Yeah. But don't hint because I'm not gonna take it. I'm not accepting that hint at all. Fuck that. <laughs> and I like no, I don't like when people when guys do that either when they're trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I don't know what those eye emoji means. I don't know what you know. Oh, this means like you have to be very direct and very like yeah. Of course, yeah. Like what are your intentions with me, sir? <laughs> like you exactly. know, you're trying to hint and see and make me be like, oh yeah, what's up and da da da. No, don't hint. I want that. I want them to be plain and simple, like that dude to be like, I like you and I want you. See, I can do that. Cool. Now we on the same page. Now I want you to you too. <laughs> like, yeah. So we are moving on to our fan favorite. This is Opera That Thing Out. Okay. So what you're doing, you're picking any song that you know at least one verse to. It could be a rap song, a theme song, nursery rhyme, whatever. You can sing it in your best opera voice. Okay. That's it. Let me think. What song? <clears throat> okay, ready? I am. Well, 
Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. <coughs> I, I got to shine. I got to go for mine. I'm gonna get on MTV, mama. Going to shut shit down, mama. It's the mama for me. It's the mama. <laughs> and that's what how you pop that thing out, baby. Listen. All right, so we are moving to our last and final segment, which is Sing a Do. Now, Sing a Do is a family friendly game that all can play with me and my homeboy DJ All Star, creator of the quarantine. What you're doing, you're singing the melody of a song, which you can only use the word do. We have different genres. We have hip-hop and R&B, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, singer do favorites, old school TV themes, and party and dances. Now, I typically try to do R&B and hip-hop because that's my lane, but I'm going to try to do TV themes today and see if you can get... You, you think you can rock with TV themes? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's try it. All right. <clears throat> do, 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 do. You got to know this one. Do 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 it's so hard. I'm I'm the worst at these games. Like the humming games or anything is like mm-hmm. like I'm like can't imagine the words. I can't fucking imagine. All I can hear is what I'm hearing. Like, oh god. All right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try another theme song. But if you can't do this, okay. I'm gonna just go to a regular music. Okay. Oh sh- okay. This one you you have to know this one. All right. Do 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 all right, I'm gonna try the last one to be a music. <laughs> okay. Oh, RB and hip hop. Um let's see, let me try something that you may know. Oh shoot. All right. Do 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 Nope. <laughs> me tease me case. No. Oh, you are not good. <laughs> now, if we do a charades, I'll kill. But oh I'm not musically okay. inclined. Well, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the cards up to the camera, and I'm gonna see if you can do some do's. You may not be able to guess, but you might be all right with the do's. Okay. All right, so I'm holding them. Let me know what song. You, well, don't tell me the song. Once you pick a song on the card that you can do, let me know, and I'll put it down. Okay. Okay, I got it. Oh, waterfalls. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was an easy one. 
<laughs> See, you might be a doer. You ain't a guesser, but you a doer. All right. Yeah. Hey, we all got our own good parts, you know. <laughs> all right, let's try another one. Um. Okay. Dun dun do 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 do. Oh, um, living la vida. Okay, okay. I think it was the shoulders that did it. Do 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 do. It was the excitement that got me. Okay, she living la vida. Living la vida. All right, last one. Um. Okay, ready. Do 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 Who let the dog out? Yep. Okay, then that's what I'm talking about. You better be a doer in this thing. If we was a team, we'd at least have three on the board. So now that I know, if we play live here, because we do do sing and do Sundays, you know, you can be the doer. You you can't guess, but you can be the doer though. You know my lane. I'm I'm fine with that. Well, that is how you play Singadoo. If anybody is interested, you can get it at singadoo.com. And Cynthia, please let everybody know where they can find your information. If you have a show coming up, if you, well, you just said, you said you got a Define Digital. Let them know when it's debuting. Okay, so the show is called Funny Advice. Um, It is starting in September. So, you know, in a few weeks, September 2022, we are dropping. When is this coming out? This is um, going to be coming out next month because we are in season six, so it will be coming out in September. I may be able to drop it before your show so they can know to click okay. on the show. So yeah, um, check out Funny Advice. It's dropping in September on Defiant Digital. Um, it's a panel. Uh, it's a panel podcast, and we have a lot of funny creators and comedians come through and give you advice on a lot of life's problems. Um, we've had some dope guests this this, this um season. We got Carlos Miller, Doughboy, Tim Chanaransu, Amber Diamond, um, Comedian CP, Boo Capone, Sydney Castillo, a whole bunch of, of people that you love. Um, so, yeah, check it out. It's really funny. Sounds dope. And then you have a website so if they can purchase merchandise if you have some. Um, I haven't. I tried to drop merch for a little bit, but then I was like, I ain't got time for this shit. So I don't have merch right now. Um, <laughs> But yeah, if you follow me on Instagram right there, Cynthia Luciette, you can keep up with everything because I'm doing a lot of different stuff. No, that's right. And the, and the first thing that she can really add to her resume is helping Michelle. But <laughs> <laughs> that has been another episode of Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you tune in every Monday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're on all streaming platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google, all that good stuff, TikTok, YouTube, all that. So we will see you next time. Bye, y'all. <laughs>